Okay. All right, you fucking ready? Yeah, we're fucking ready. We're I'm live. done. I'm done fucking around. <laughs> well, no. So I'm listening to this fucking. I'm listening to this fucking podcast on the way up, and my voice. I swear to God, my voice is like this the entire fucking podcast. I don't know if I was tired or what was going on. Uh, no, you're you're unpredictable with your voice. I deal I'm, with that in post sometimes. I'm unpredictable in terms of my energy levels for sure. Yeah. Because in that one, I was just like, oh yeah, well, you know, I've heard that, blah, blah, blah. and like I have like this crazy vocal fry going on, <laughs> and I'm no more. High energy from High now energy on. We're bringing, the, finish. we're bringing the fucking heat. And here's the first thing I want to talk about. Jeffrey Epstein, dead <laughs> in his fucking prison cell. Oh, uh, yeah. Dude. Fun. How nuts is that? It's kind of nice. Full security cams on him, baby. It's kind of nice to yeah. see that everyone on either side of the Twitter spectrum... Thinks it's a conspiracy. Everyone is like, this is fucking weird. Well, because he's bros with the Clintons and the Trump. I know. It's kinda, yeah, yeah. I think this might be the thing that brings everyone together to realize... People on the left think that the Clintons had him killed. People on the right uh, think... Other way around. Uh, uh, no, yeah, you're right. People on the right think that the Clintons had him killed. People on the left think that Trump had him killed. But the and is- the truth is, it was Bernie Sanders the whole time. <laughs> he went in there with a fucking wrench, like in Clue. Yeah, and he just fucking manhandled him. Why did Bernie Sanders get? Did, was Bernie Sanders a member on the uh, a, a traveler on the Lily Lily Express? Bernie Sanders just loves to kill. He saw an opportunity. <laughs> he just enjoys killing. <laughs> I love two things in this world. <laughs> I love. <laughs> Yeah, I love fucking it. what's his fucking what's the word I'm thinking of? I have no idea. What uh, you're uh, I love class consciousness and cold blooded murder. Yeah, this is my SNL audition tape. By that the was way. a Bernie Sanders impression. What the? F- what do you think it was? It sounded like a Scotsman. <laughs> oh, I love killing. <laughs> oh, I love two fucking things. I in this love world. two fucking things in this if world. If you had one chance to kill Jeffrey Epstein, <laughs> would you? <laughs> Would you? Is that a good Scottish accent? If you had one chance to kill Jeffrey Epstein, nah, I'm going like Canadian or something. That was like Canadian Yorkshire. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, Canadian is like this, but if you just go a little bit Irish, you know, you can just do it. Like if you just talk out the side of your mouth, you can just turn it Irish, but you turn it back here and it's Canadian again. Brilliant. What do you think of this, dude? This is the content that you get. Yeah, this is <laughs> high, high energy. energy. People high are going to love this, dude. Content. Yeah, no, they quite possibly might. <laughs> but um, get back to Jeffrey Epstein, though. That's a fucking... Well, first of all... It, yeah. I, he looks I only, like Anthony Bourdain, which is another conspiracy like, I want to talk about. Well, about whether Anthony Bourdain wanked himself to death? I don't, think, I don't think Anthony Bourdain died. I think, think he dead? became Jeffrey Epstein. He became Jeffrey Epstein And I don't think Jeffrey Epstein is dead either. Okay, well, let's get into that <laughs> all later. Okay. But the first thing I that shocked me about it was because I hadn't heard his name. You know, everyone's going on about him on Facebook, and I'm like, oh, really? Like a wealthy a wealthy kind of child molester? He's not even a child molester. He was like, you know, procuring underage girls. Yeah, yeah, for- child pimp. Yeah. Um, d- let me tell you something, man. Toy Story 4. Oh, God. All right. What do you think Andy's up to now? Oh, I imagine he's probably fucking <laughs> working in... <laughs> Working at little- He's a complete failure. <laughs> That's uh, yeah. what Toy Story Five is about. Woody and Bo Peep they go save Andy from fucking from being a steward on the Lolita Express. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's just serving it's the timely. Fu- he's serving the fucking sprites. You know, like, yeah, but that's it. 
Something like that. I mean, I can't imagine. I mean, there are a bunch a of. I, I don't want to do Toy Story bants because. Check it out, Bo. <laughs> yeah, you know, I don't want to do all That's of that. That's President because... William S. Clinton. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you yeah, know what's funny? Woody, they say in Toy Story 4 that he's a vintage toy circa 69, I think, or maybe 59, they said. Pretty old. So yeah. he's probably got some backwards views. That's the thing that they never mention. <laughs> you know? I'd like to know about it. <laughs> yeah, they never really mentioned that Toy <laughs> Woody, you know, the, the 3.5. No, sorry. Yeah, 3.5. Whatever, whichever one, two point five, one point five. Yeah, there's a whole film that they didn't quite make where yeah. Andy gets a black best friend. <laughs> and Woody's just pissed. I'm not <laughs> saying they're inferior. I think they're separate but equal. Bo, <laughs> I just don't want to be touched by him. That's my that's my Woody impression. It sounds yeah, nothing I can't do like it. him. I, I wish I could do a Tom Hanks because yeah. there's so much fucking. There's so much to make fun of about Tom Hanks. I just saw, I was at the movies the other day and I saw a trailer yeah. for something with Tom Hanks. Yeah. Where he's playing uh, fucking Mr. Rogers. <laughs> of course, why not? And this trailer looked like a joke trailer. You know, yeah. like sometimes in TV shows or movies, they do like a joke film. Yeah. And they have a trailer for it. Like, you know, in Tropic Thunders, like Simple yeah, Jack yeah. or whatever. The fuck. Yeah. It looked like one of those. It I looks was, like Simple Jack. I was, no, I mean, it's like Machete that, or whatever, like one of those fake trailers at the it beginning looked of the movie. Like, yeah. It looked like something which is a bit too broad to be considered a parody trailer <laughs> because it's literally the entire trailer is just people smiling at each other. <laughs> like Tom Fuck Hanks yeah. is there and he says something wise someone yeah. smiles at him and he smiles back at them and there's like a swell of orchestral music and then you know the more I think about it it's Tom Hanks he's a one note fucking performer no he's absolutely not Tom Hanks you don't think so just I mean look I agree with you that it is annoying how many people talk about him like he's a god but like he's good he's a good actor he's fine but he's a one note fucking actor no he's not Philadelphia is very good Philadelphia is but you want me to just name like diverse performances no different character different types of characters or whatever got it but his performance is always gonna be Oh hi, uh, uh, hi! How are you doing? Uh, just him introducing himself. Yeah, basically, he'll introduce himself a whole bunch. <laughs> I hate that in the Tom Hanks movies. This he's bitch can't always stop basically the same, himself. and also he's all, he's I don't think ever a villain or ever even someone. Uh, no, that's true. He's never even someone who's morally but ambiguous. How many stars do you know that are villains? Quite a lot. No, no, no. Off the not top actors. of my head, not I can actors. Name like 10. Not actors. Stars. Uh, yeah, off There's the top of my head. Go ahead. I get, all right, so Leonardo DiCaprio has played a villain. No, what? Who? Times. Who? Uh, Django Unchained. All right. For one. All right. Uh, let's see. <laughs> right, so we're, we're off to a good Shit. start here. Uh, let's keep going. Brad Pitt, another one, played villains. Who? Uh, Don't Fight say Club. Bonnie and Clyde. No, Fight Club. He's Bonnie not a villain Clyde. in that. He's not a villain in that. I didn't mean to say, I meant to say Thelma and Louise, not Bonnie and Clyde. Oh. He's not a villain in uh, Fight Californication, Club. he certainly is a villain. The fucking David Duchovny show? movie it's no it's not david company it's um californication there's a movie called the showtime series with david no it's a movie with brad pitt in it the red hot chili peppers album no a movie with brad pitt (laughs) called californication how many fucking things have been called californication because presumably someone in the 90s figured out that that was a cool pun yeah truly yeah and it's not no it's a really stupid (laughs) it's just it's just taking a few like one letter off the end of california and putting fornication yeah no i fucking hate that stuff yeah i will just like mix it with something bad you know Mm. uh anyway uh yeah no brad pitt has played villains 12 monkeys you never seen, seen it. 
Directed by Terry <laughs> Gilliam, isn't it? So yep. you know I haven't seen it. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, oh, know. by the way, we Name just, it of a star. They both we play just villains. found Tom out. doesn't play villains. Robert just informed me that I have technically seen a Terry Gilliam movie because I've seen Monty Python and the Holy Grail. But one, I don't remember That's it. Directed and by two, Terry Jones. He said it was co-directed. Uh, no, Terry Gilliam did the animation. You're wrong, Robert. Yeah, right you're wrong. In. No, Terry Jones directed Right that. in. Yeah. But I've seen Holy Grail and I don't remember it at fucking all. So it doesn't matter anyway. Doesn't matter anyway. Perfect. Yeah. All right. Um, let's uh, name another star. I, I can guarantee you they played a villain once. Okay. Will Smith. Never played a villain, baby. Uh, you may be right there, although I haven't seen that many Will when Smith When I think movies. movie star, I think Tom Hanks, I think Will Smith, and I think Tom Cruise. None of the three have ever played villains. Tom Cruise has certainly played villains. Who? Uh, Lester and the uh, Vampire Diaries. What the fuck is this? Was this before he was a star? What is no, not the Vampire Diaries. Sorry, what am I talking about? Um, the, the Vampire Chronicles. The Vampire Chronicles. Interview yeah, the yeah. Vampire. Yeah. Tom Cruise played Lestat. Yeah. I don't. He was okay. Essentially, a villain in that. Movie. Let me tell you a story about the Vampire Lestat. Oh God. I've never seen those movies, but I did read the novel The Vampire Lestat when I was in high school, and I specifically remember my experience reading The Vampire Lestat in high school because I was. In a hotel room alone while my dad was at a work conference. Have I told this story before? No. My dad just... I, my mom and dad... I grew up with my mom and dad were divorced. They got together now. And uh, <laughs> my, dad, my mom and dad are divorced. And my dad just picks me up after school on weekends. And we, and we go up to where he lives. And one day he's just like, Oh, by the way, we're going to San Francisco for the weekend because I have a work conference in a hotel. So you're just staying in the hotel room all weekend. I'll see you on the evenings. Okay. And for whatever reason, our hotel didn't have a TV room, a TV in it. So I had nothing except the book I had with me, which happened to be the Vampire Lestat. <laughs> and it was so fucking boring and bad yeah. that I just walked around outside. In And this was like by the airport. There was nothing. This wasn't the cool part of San Francisco. Right, right. Anyway, that's my Vampire Lestat story. It's not much of a story. Good story. But yeah, I just thanks. remember reading it under very odd circumstances where I was almost hostage. Right. It was either read Vampire Lestat or stare at a wall. But anyway, that's a movie yeah. where Tom Cruise has played the villain. Have you read any Anne Rice books? Yeah, I've read the Interviews of Vampire. Was it good? Mm, it's not bad. It's, Vampire it's not Lestat great. was pretty weak. He's like a rock star in it, and I think that's he later. Even, yeah, I yeah. think he even describes himself. I almost never forget this actually because I'm I'm not going to get it exactly right, but he describes himself. The book's in first person, and he describes himself. In the same way that you would describe someone in a pitch meeting for like a movie pitch. Because mm-hmm. he goes, think of me as like a cross between David Bowie and Sam Spade. And I'm like, <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, man, Even as like a 15-year-old, I was like, that's fucking weak. That's Don't poor, tell me how really to think of your writing. character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, there you go. Yeah. But no, that's pretty much... Tom Hanks is the only one where I can't think of him actually playing a villain. I guess he plays something of an antagonist in Catch Me If You Can. Mm-hmm. But really, it's Leonardo DiCaprio just breaking the law and being the yeah. bad guy, and he's just the cop. And they end up being friends and stuff. So it, it, I wouldn't say he's a villain in that. Um, I really am struggling to think of anything else where he's been a villain. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What have you been up to this week? I haven't seen you all oh, week. Oh, boy. Um, anything big? Anything big this week? No. I started a new job. Yeah, you did. I can talk about it, I think. Uh, if it's up to you. It's not up to me. I don't think there's any reason not to. Is it boring? Yeah, that's actually why I'm not going to talk about it, because it's boring. Yeah, it's but uh, boring. Yeah. yeah, office job, good shit. You know what did happen this past week, though? What? Um, 
for some reason, me and my wife got into a conversation about um, autism. Did I come up? Yes and no. (laughs) Okay, go on. So my wife uh, has kind of suspected that I might be a bit autistic because I'm a bit (laughs) weird about some things. Sure. A bit weird in some ways and uh, not especially social and stuff like that. Uh And um, and I, I... told her i was like well i've been actually tested twice and came out clear i was tested once as a uh <laughs> <laughs> tested once as like a an, <laughs> as a three-year-old yeah because uh, we did some entrance exam like we went to the kind of school where you need to like do a little exam at age three to get in yeah and uh i have a twin sister and she did you know everything they asked her They're like, oh yeah. pick up the square block or whatever and yeah. pick up the circle block uh i kind of refused so i just didn't do it yeah and so they suggested that i might be autistic um so i got looked at evaluated and apparently i'm not i was just not bothered to yeah do it. um and then a little bit later we did so I, I, we actually spoke to my parents pretty recently about it and it turns out they have a different memory than i do my memory was that i w- and went to some kind of big evaluation when i was about 11 where i got my iq done it was like a three hour thing with some fucking old dude and um you know some of it was the test and some of it was like an interview and stuff yeah. like that and he what i remember was that he said i didn't have autism yeah <laughs> little sean just walks into the exam room alone there's a table with a bottle of red wine and just one old dude sitting in the room that's kind of what it was like it was like in this in some old fella's study in london um and it was fucking long and boring um yeah. And then uh, th- when we spoke to my parents, so I said, no, I've been tested twice and I was, I was cleared of it both times. Uh, my parents have a different memory and I think they're wrong about one of them. But they said, no, when you moved to, we moved from London to the countryside and moved to a different school and I fucking hated the school that I moved to. And, uh, you know, because of behavioral problems, i.e. not going to class, yeah. and hiding. <laughs> uh they they got me tested and my parents say they the result was that i was borderline autistic oh interesting i don't remember that at all i remember very very clearly every time i got tested for something like that coming out with an all clear uh so i don't know if they're misremembering i think they assumed i was autistic based on the fact that i was slightly odd and i had different interests to other people yeah uh, but then the more I think about it, it's kind of weird because my mom also likes to say that my dad's autistic too, and to the point where she's kind of convinced him that he might be. Because he and he was saying, <laughs> he was saying, yeah, like things that I thought were normal when I was a kid. Uh, you know, now I look back at them and uh, they might have been autism. Uh, and yeah. he said something like, you know, every Sunday he would ride his bike to the local movie theater to look at the new posters that had come out. He was like autistic. That's and I was like, and, that, and that's what I said. I was yeah. like, no, it isn't. And I think my mom's gaslighting my dad into thinking he's <laughs> autistic now. When he's not, like he's a little like reserved and stuff. Yeah. I don't think he's autistic. He like, if anything, he says something. She's like, honey, it's just your autism acting. <laughs> I, I am wondering if something yeah. like that's going on because the, the more I think about it as well, the more I think about it as well, my mom is has more in common with autism than I think I do. She's very, very literal. Like, she doesn't get humor. 
oh, yeah. or uh, sarcasm sometimes and yeah. jokes. And like, yeah, we were trying to. There's this game called Cheat, a card game called Cheat, mm-hmm. where you're you, you're putting down cards. I think saying that they're higher than the last one. You put them down face down. The idea is that you can lie sometimes, and people have to kind of call your bluff. Mm-hmm. So if you say, "I just put down an eight, then they go cheat, and if they're right, then they get to you have to keep all the cards or something like that. Anyway, she just didn't get the idea of it. So we spent a long, and then she would just lie every time. Mm. like every single time you're meant to use the good cards you have and then start lying occasionally yeah and she would just not get it the yeah she was like well if you're meant to lie then why wouldn't you just lie every time and we're right. like no because it's a game like yeah you're meant to kind of bluff and at first she was like well i'm not gonna lie i don't have an eight why would i say i have an eight and it's like no you're saying you say oh, that okay you, so it was, all, it was just, like all or nothing and she couldn't yeah. get like really couldn't get it we spent yeah. about half an hour trying to explain it and she just yeah. couldn't get it that's uh, so she couldn't play the game and uh and other things too where she, she just takes things very literally and i'm not saying she's autistic either but i'm like right. if you're gonna start throwing those accusations around like let's have a look um I but think, anyway so we had we yeah. had that conversation and rachel again is kind of like well yeah maybe this is maybe the reason that you're less emotionally excited about certain things is because you're autistic or whatever and i'm like <laughs> oh jesus christ and okay. i'm <laughs> this, is a, this is a discussion that happened no, I, I'm perfectly. Else. Here's the thing: yeah. I'm perfectly happy to accept. I would like to learn the, you know, anything that makes me maybe uh, feel a little bit alienated or a little yeah. bit other-ish than most people. Because I do have, like, you know, I find myself having trouble fitting in with people or finding people sure. who I uh, relate to in any meaningful way. And I do, yeah. you know, I am really interested in films and stuff. That's another thing my mom said. She was like, "Oh, well, you were very, you went through phases of being really into stuff," and I'm like. Everyone As does. a kid, that's normal, right? I, I've learned that more recently. Yeah. But I remember growing up being told that I was really unusual for getting those little obsessions with like, you know, so like I was obsessed with James Bond for a year or two and stuff like that. Well, to be honest, though, now that I'm thinking about it, like the fact that you knew enough to know every intro as done by every actor is kind of interesting. It's kind of interesting, but also I have a stepson now yeah. who I guarantee you could tell you the different intros could could like phonetically sing the different intros to every Pokemon show that there has been. Well, and you know, I think it's just I, something that we do. And also, well, here's the other thing that I pointed out was the technology has moved on now that kids will get the same kind of passions for things but they can move on a lot quicker because they always right. have something else to get into whereas for me it's like if i had some vhs's i'd watch them over and over and over again because i didn't have anything else to watch so well, like, i mean like for me i'm i'm i would have been in i would have been in fourth grade and i could tell you not just everything plot wise about every episode of invader zim but I could have told you who wrote the episodes. Yeah, because you I watched could have told the you who directed the episodes, and I could have told yeah. you what kind of the differences between. I can't anymore. But I remember like some yeah. of the writers, like Hummel and True Heart, and obviously Vasquez is the showrunner, and like I knew sort of, I like really knew in depth about that right. show because it was just a show I was obsessed with, and you don't got right. nothing else to fucking do as a kid. And to me, that's the closest yeah. thing. Um, when I read the, you know, I, I've read it, I've gone through it a few times, but I read the symptoms or the signifiers of autism and that's the thing i identify with most probably is like just being obsessed with things yeah kind of getting really into stuff and really cataloging it kind of but aside from that i really didn't find myself relating to too much of it so my wife um 
you know, she sent me some quiz. I guess she she met up with some friend who has autism, and she said, "Oh, this is the best quiz that you can do." Now, granted, it's an online quiz, mm-hmm. so it's never going to be as official as a you know a medical diagnosis or a psychological diagnosis. But I was like, "Fine." So I took this quiz. It's a long quiz where it's like, "How much do you relate to this sentiment?" Essentially, yeah. Uh, I did it all, and I scored like fifty-five out of two hundred. And if it's only if you're over like one hundred and twenty or something, the yeah, you're considered on. So I was like, it had a whole graph type thing, and it yeah. showed me as being pretty heavily leaning towards neurotypical, as they call it. <laughs> the funniest thing about well, it, well, it came out with like no, a no, screensaver no. size screen that said "full blown autist." <laughs> yeah, no, but it had a little graph which showed you like in social and uh, yeah. intelligence and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, the funniest thing about it, so I, I did that and I sent it back to Rachel. I was like, yeah, it doesn't seem to show that I'm autistic. Funniest thing is I guess she decided to take it herself properly oh, autistic. Oh, yeah. I believe that. I know, Rachel. You believe I that? I believe that. Oh, See, yeah. I never thought she was particularly autistic, but she, she said that the weirdest thing was doing that quiz and like some of the questions she asked, which she thought, you know, things like, you know, do you often play with your ears for no reason? Yeah. Things that she thought were purely her own. Mm-hmm. She was like, fuck, yeah, I relate to that totally. Yeah. And uh, so she scored really high. I think she got like 150 something. I got to take this test. How long does it take to take? That's Can- what I was about to suggest. I was like, let's live on the podcast. How long does it let's take? Let's see if Max is autistic. Let's do it. Let's do it. It, t- it takes about 20 minutes. Bring it up. All right, let's find it. Doc's going to bite me while I fucking <laughs> get <me> excited. <laughs> You know, I'm getting right. bold over here. All right. Sean stopped recording and didn't even know he did it. But, so no, we already sweet. know who you failed some the good test. Content there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all right. January. All right. Male. Yes. Country. United States. Speaking of which, you got a birthday coming up, don't you, big boy? Yeah, don't worry about it. Um, <laughs> oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> let's see. Oh, God. A huge race thing. I mean, you're Caucasian. Yes. And ambiguously Jewish, right? Yes. Okay. Uh, not su- no diagnosis, no suspected no. self-diagnosis. No, okay. Uh, ADD. I've been diagnosed with depression, but okay. I was in like high but school. But not ODD, yeah. not OCD. No, 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 not social phobia. No, uh, I am socially anxious, but I've never been diagnosed. Okay. No, no actual no, no, diagnosis. That's, that's fine. All right, so we got a bunch of questions here, and the way it works is they ask a question, and then you have an option of four. You have a question mark, which means you don't know. Okay, which I really used okay uh and then it's a scale of zero one two so two being most often zero being never one being a little okay so i mean think about kind it like binary yeah it's kind of weird the way they did it so think about it it's more either like, no yes kind of or i don't know yeah no yes or kind of yeah let's Got put it. it that way let's do it okay all right so the first question do you like to protect people you're attached to even when they didn't ask for it uh let me think I would say no. No, never? No, I don't think so. Okay. In fact, I think I've been accused of being too callous in that area. Alrighty. All right. Uh, do you prefer to only meet people you know, one-on-one, or in a small familiar group? Uh, I like a small familiar group. So would you say yes, often? Oh, oh, I misunderstood the question. So read it again. Do you prefer to only meet people you know, one-on-one, or in a small familiar group? That's two different things. 
No, I mean, I think it means, would you prefer to... Oh, do I like know, big crowds or small crowds? Yeah. Uh, or like, do, you, do you prefer hanging out with people you know, I think is what they're trying to say. Uh, that's a maybe. I do like new people coming around. So would you say middle? Middle. Yeah, okay. A little. All right. Have your thoughts ever been so vivid that you were worried other people would hear them? No. <laughs> <laughs> do you tend to say things that are considered socially inappropriate when you're tired, frustrated, or when you act unnaturally? Oh, when you act naturally. Sorry. Um. Well, see, I've said things that were probably socially inappropriate before, but I... No. You know what? I'm going to say no. I generally have a good grasp on, on uh, like, in a workplace or something like that. I'm pretty good. I'd agree with that. Now, if I am... I'm pretty mindful of myself. I would agree with that. I've never seen you say anything socially inappropriate. Yeah. Now, that being said, if I'm out, like, with friends, I don't mind saying horrendous things or acting the yeah, fool no, that's... if I have the safety net of being friends around. But if it's, like, at work, no, I'm never, like... Okay. Yeah talking blue at work or anything like do you th- that. Do you find it hard to be emotionally close to other people? No. You don't at all? No, I don't think so. Okay. I, I think I'm maybe not as accessible emotionally as some other people, but like when I do like someone, I have no problem being See, I would them. say that I've noticed that you get very uncomfortable when conversations veer towards the more emotional. Okay, well then maybe a... You know what? Let me think. Yeah, have a read think the question that, again. Because I would say that at least a little for that. Read the um, question again. Let's see. Do you find it hard to be emotionally close to other people? Um, you know what? Yes. We've been I friends do. for a while and we haven't gone particularly emotionally close. You're right. Give it yeah. a yes. All right. Give it a yes. Not a full yes, maybe. Or, no, give it a yes. Really? Give it a yes. Because, I mean, dude, like, think about like my relationship to women over the past couple of years. True, true. All yeah. right. Do you enjoy traditional dating, speaking of? No. No. Do you have an avid perseverance in gathering and or cataloging information on a top of your interest? Say that yes. one more time. Do you have an avid perseverance in gathering and or cataloging information on a topic of, a topic of interest? Yes. Yes, absolutely. Uh, will you abandon your friends if your activities or ideals clash? Uh, act, yeah. Okay. Activities or ideals? Yeah. Well, like, what does that mean? I imagine it would be like, you know, if you had a friend who was... Who believed something that you really didn't? Let's say, like, imagine oh. you had like a staunchly Republican friend, or See, someone that's the who problem. activities and ideals are two different things. Or if you were, let's say, you were pro-life, which I know you're not, but right. if you were pro-life and your friend had an abortion, would you abandon them? No, 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 no. That's a hard no. That's hard a hard no. no. In okay. fact, I like having people around that that are different from me. But if it's like I have friends who are super into doing hardcore drugs, mm. I might stop hanging out with them. Okay, so if they're doing be... them around me all the time, like if they're shooting up hair, like basically if the if their activities get into a thing where I feel in danger, then yes, I will stop I hanging think out with about them. The same for everyone. So yeah, okay. So right, then, so, so then, say no. As far up. as like moral issues, there's almost nothing that I'll abandon something over okay. someone over. All right, yeah. all right. Uh, I just don't care. All right. Do you yeah. have unusual sexual preferences? Yes. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> yeah. 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 You do. In a conversation, do you tend to focus on your own thoughts rather than what your listener might be thinking? Yes. I think, that's a definite yes. <laughs> I think we have plenty of hours of proof of that. Do you have extra sensitive hearing? No. Not at all? No, my hearing's actually pretty bad. Okay. Do you examine the hair of people you like a lot? No. 
<laughs> you don't think so? What do you, people I like a lot? I mean, I'm attracted to people with you curly hair. Mention but like, hair quite often. <laughs> oh God, I think you're. I think you're. Uh, I'm not the out to get you. I'm bit. not out to get you, but that's something to think about. No, no, no. If it's someone I like, I really a lot. don't care at all about hair. Like it doesn't even come into my mind when I think about. You know, for, for I am instance, really attracted to hair, especially curly hair. I would maybe put a little. Yeah, like, put, put a that middle, in the middle. Put a middle on that one. No, it, fucking actually, yes, because red hair. Yeah, you're right. No, but do you examine it? Like when when that's you like someone, are that's you really thing. thinking about their hair quality? No, because that's the thing. Then if maybe, I, maybe a little. Maybe you put a little. Because yeah. here's the thing: I'm attracted to hair. But I think what they're describing is like, if I like someone and maybe I'm laying with them, will I sit for hours kind of playing with their hair in my hands? And the answer is no. I don't think they mean that. I think they mean do you... Examine is an interesting verb. It is a weird verb. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, I'll put a little. Now Just put a little. somewhere in the Just middle. Put a okay. Do you tend to express your feelings in ways that may baffle others? Uh, I wouldn't know. I don't think I tend to express my feelings. Yeah, I'd probably say <laughs> is the problem. <laughs> but then again, they might be asking, like for instance, you know, in a relationship, like do you how, how the way that you express love, other people might be like, well, yeah, I mean, like I pick on girls that I'm with and stuff like that. I, for me, I think I, I put a I put a one uh, a middle. Yeah, put a, a middle little. for me yeah. as well. But like I'm, I'm also traditionally nice, and I'll say straightforward nice things. But I also will say things that I don't know are nice, right? right. And you know, and then get reactions. That's right. slightly different. I, I think. Yeah, I think that meaning is like the you know the way that you show affection to someone, they might not get it or they might not see it that way. That's interesting. Uh, I put it in the middle. I put a little for myself. Yeah, yeah. go ahead. All right. uh, do others often misunderstand you? Yes. In uh, fact, I was just having this discussion about how no one knows when I'm joking. Mm. Yeah. And everyone just thinks I'm a liar because they yeah. don't know what my jokes are. I had, I had to put a yes for that one, yeah. too. Yeah. Um, do you find it difficult to take notes in lectures? No. No? No. Are you good at teamwork? Uh, yes. I'd say you are, yeah. Uh, do you have difficulties judging distances, height, depth, or speed? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And weight, too. <laughs> Well, I'd say that that girl is literally no. I've 6, had a thousand pounds. I literally had an, a conversation with my ex girlfriend. I was like, "Our cat cons." I was like, "How much does cons weigh? Like twenty five pounds?" No, he's probably I, like what, like fifteen, nine, nine. It's yeah. a fucking cat. <laughs> it's a pretty big cat, though, right? Yeah, but fifteen is a lot for mm. a cat. Like, true, yeah, true. a cat weighs like eight, nine pounds usually. Right. Okay. Um, oh, this is a nice one. Do you yeah. feel an urge to peel flakes off yourself and or others? No. Off myself, yes. Off yourself? So maybe go for a little? So it's and or. Let's it's say you and see or. and or others. But let's. I think what they're going for is like, you know, if you see something on someone. Do, like I think maybe a bit like pimple popping. Uh, no. See, I, I. You know what? Put no. No entirely. I fuck with myself a lot, but I never fuck with others. Okay. Yeah, like right. I don't really like like if someone has a mole or something, I don't like really feel a need to scratch at it. No, that's the thing that I think that's a girl thing, I think. It is a girl they thing. They love doing stuff like that. Does Rachel try to out. pop your pimples? She tried once. Risa tries I, to pop mine. Yeah, no, every girlfriend yeah. I've had. Yeah. Every single girlfriend I've had. It's not, a girl not pop pimples, but just like anything. anything you know why? It's because they women are inherent sociopaths. So they don't see it as a part of a human body. They, <laughs> no, they see it as something in the. Ooh, like bubble wrap. Yeah, know. exactly. 
<laughs> that's what you're yeah. like. Um, that's, that's on record. <laughs> as a teenager, were you unusually aware of social rules and boundaries unless they were clearly spelled out? Sorry, were you usually unaware of social rules and boundaries unless they were clearly spelled out? No, I read quite, that quite the opposite. I'm very cautious about social rules and boundaries and, right. not, and not crossing them by accident. Okay. Yeah. Do you wring your hands, rub your hands together, or twirl your fingers? Yes. Do and I rub you, my face a lot, too. Do you tend to shut down or have a meltdown when stressed or overwhelmed? Um, it depends on the situation. I put a little for that one. Myself. I would say yeah. a little as well. I definitely, uh, like the dumbest little thing can, can make me flip my nuts. Like I was at Target right. with my girlfriend, uh, this week and <laughs> like there were so many people in the aisles, like bumping into me with their carts. So like, if I feel like I'm taking up too much space in a small area, I flip my shit. Right. But like at work, uh, in past jobs or in this current job, like high pressure shit, like doing a million things, answering a million phones, mm-hmm. all that, I can do that actually pretty well without getting stressed out. So, so it kind of depends. Is a little on the, fair? Like, I would middle? say a little. Yeah. I would say a little because it's conditional. It depends okay. on kind of like what mind state I'm in. Right. If it's something like being at Target, I'm like, I have a choice here. So I get kind of mad because I'm like, why am I choosing to do this? Okay. If it's at work, I have a way of just being like, this is what I have to do. So I'm just going to do it. All right. Sounds good. Yeah. Do you tend to get so absorbed by your special interests that you forget or ignore everything else? Yes. Yes. I have to put that too. In conversations, do you need extra time to carefully think out your replies so there may be a pause before your, before your answer? Yes. Do you take pride in your appearance? I think I know the answer to that. That's a yes. <laughs> Is it though? <laughs> Is it a little? Like, do you- I would say it's a one. A one? I, yeah. I can be vain. Okay. Like I will, uh, I I've like bought face cream before, and shit like that. <laughs> like trying to clear up my skin. Okay, all right. So I don't know if that yeah. take. So what does take pride mean? Does take pride mean? Do you like care? I would imagine care for your appearance. Do you, do you care what you look like? Do you care how you dress? Do you care how you present yourself to others? Uh, not. Not, I don't think not any more than the average person. So probably a one. Yeah, I, probably I, I think, a one. I put a one. I'm not yeah. completely like I see motherfucker. Like our boy Brandon, I feel like he's someone <laughs> who's like a full zero on. Is that, that fuck it? Yeah, like yeah, he's yeah, walking yeah, around yeah. in PJ pants all day long. Right, but you and it, it somehow works for him because that devil may care attitude is good. I'm actually, <laughs> I think it's actually, I'm in the worst place you can be, mm. where. I'm putting in enough care, yeah, effort to not enough, be wearing PJ pants, but, but I'm not good enough, enough to look to good. Look so I look yeah. like someone trying to look good, which is the worst thing you can look like. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, are you shy? Uh, I would say one. Yeah, I've seen a little of that, but I'm not afraid of public speaking. But I, uh, if I'm in an environment where it's all new people, I'll be pretty quiet at first. Right on. Yeah. Is it hard for you to approach someone you're attracted to? No. Uh, do you tend to look a lot like people you like and little or not at all like people you dislike? That's weird. What? Do I tend to I look like... Oh, so I do I dislike people who look like me? Do you tend to look a lot like people you like and little or not at all like people... at? Oh, sorry. Oh, opposite. It, do I like people who it's look a badly, like me? It's a very badly phrased question. Yeah. No. All right. Start again. Do you tend to look a lot... At people you like, and little or not at all at people you dislike. Looking at, like physically looking at them. Just put don't know, because that's a bizarre question. It is a weird question, isn't it? Yeah. Do you prefer to keep to yourself? No. Not at all? 
Dude, I do a fucking podcast. Like, obviously not. <laughs> I, mean, I, I live out loud, baby. I put I put a one there. I was, I'm somewhere in the middle. I don't think I do. I mean, I'm, I think that I do too many sort of attention-seeking things like podcasting and acting and... And, yeah, and yeah. even just even my even my various day jobs involve being in front of people. No, quite you're right. A bit. You're right. Yeah. I wouldn't give that to you. You're right. Uh, do you need to do things yourself in order to remember them? Yes. I, yes. Yeah. Me absolutely. Too. I think that means that you know if someone instructs to, how to do I need something, to you practice need to practice before it. I can yeah, do it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Do you have an alternative view of what is attractive in the opposite in the opposite sex? An alternative view of what's attractive in the I just think sex. everyone's beautiful. Like, that's what I've been <laughs> accused of, is I'm just attracted to everybody. So, yes. Okay. Uh, do you talk to yourself? Yes. Do I you... talk to my cat, too. Mm. But before the cat was there, I was still talking. <laughs> <laughs> it's always loud in the Max house. So. Yeah. Uh, do you accept criticism, correction, and direction? Depending on the situation. I'd say put a one. Okay. Do you notice patterns in things all the time? No. In fact, I'm pretty bad at that. Okay. Is your sense of humor fairly conventional? No. Do you feel as if you're being persecuted in some way? Yes. Really? In general? Yeah, I get a bit of a martyr complex sometimes. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that about you. With some, well, with like some of the some of the shit in my private life that you know about, I got. Well, a no, but if you actually are being persecuted, oh, so in that case, different. I actually was okay. Other than that, other than that, I would say no. I think I think what they're referring to is more like. Do you, do you want another one? Of these? Yeah, I would. there you go. I think what they're referring to is more like, um, you know, some people have a constant idea that someone's trying to shut them down or someone's against them oh, to the no, point no, where no. they actively almost seek out that kind of conflict. Oh no, I don't think I'm I don't that, think, you're I don't like think that. I'm interesting enough for that. But like, I definitely have like a very complex relationship to because I mean without getting into detail there have been instances in my personal life where people have been literally after me yeah you've actually been (laughs) so i don't think it matters and i do have a strange relationship with that where i kind of uh oscillate between hating it and just wanting to be left alone and then also kind of reveling in it in a a small right so i think Uh, the question is probably more pervasive throughout your life do you know you notice that you tend to feel like you're being no, not okay. generally. I think most people are pretty supportive. Okay. Do you tend to develop romantic feelings? Sorry, I can't read out loud very well. I'm very bad at that. Um, Interesting. Yeah. Is Autistic. that an autism thing? <laughs> Autistic. Um, All right. Do you tend to develop romantic feelings for people that persistently show interest in you? Yes. Well, <laughs> I, think there's, I think there's nothing more attractive than someone who's attracted to you. Right. Um, I will also say that this may go toward the autism count. I don't know if there's a question about this, but this is probably the most candid I've ever been on the podcast. Uh, yeah, and it, it is, is making candid, me a little yeah. uncomfortable. Okay. So, all right, he's let's move on. shifting in his seat. Yeah. He's fiddling with his hands. He's rocking back and forth. Yeah. <laughs> let's go. Do you instinctively become frightened by the sound of a motorbike? No. <laughs> That's interesting. <laughs> Do you have difficulty accepting criticism, correction, and direction? Again, uh, it's conditional. If it's yeah. something I don't think I know what I'm doing in, then I have no problem with okay. it. I think if it's been something, asked that, but... and honestly, even with stuff that I am pretty precious about, like my own writing, like I've I've written things that other people have acted, and I've had the actor come up to me and be like, "This line doesn't work," and I'll be, like, and if I and I'll, I don't get 
but heard about it. Right, right. I'll be like, well, let me look at it, and then I'll decide if it works well, or no, not. And sounds... many and many times I'll be like, yeah, you're right, it doesn't work. All right, so that sounds normal enough. Yeah. Is it hard for you to see why some things upset people so much? Yes. I put yes for that one, too. Do you find it easy to describe your feelings? I would say zero for that. For me? Yeah. I'm good at describing my feelings when forced. I just don't like to. Right. I, I'm pretty self-aware emotionally. I just don't like talking about okay. my feelings with All right. other so people. So would you say yes or a little? I would say yes. Okay. I think when it comes down to it, I'm I'm self-aware in the sense that I know what all my flaws are. I'm just kind of uncomfortable talking about myself in that way. Yeah. Okay. I'm fucking perfectly comfortable talking about myself in other ways, but it's not a humility thing. It's right. just it's just a, a machismo thing, maybe. Okay. Yeah. Do you tap your ears or press your eyes, e.g. when thinking, stressed, or distressed? 100% yes. Oh, really? Both. My ears, I fold my own ears. I fold my ears inside of them. <laughs> have you seen me do that? It's hard because uh, I always have my hair. Yeah, I, I see but, you fidget. But... Yeah, I fidget. And then like when I'm trying to think, I go like this. Mm. Yeah. Autistic. All right. Yeah. <laughs> do you enjoy travel? Yes. Do you actually? Because you haven't left the country. So, so wh- here's what the I'm thing. saying is... Here's the thing. When I do, I like it. Okay. Like I loved going to New York. Mm. And every time I go somewhere, I'm like, I want to live here. Okay, but do you actually... I don't know if I would describe you as someone who enjoys travel since... You're right, because I don't travel because really I don't do have the money so, to. Um, put uh, a one. Maybe that's it then. Yeah, put a one. Know. Maybe a one, yeah. I've Is always that... wanted to. All right. Uh, have others told you that you have an odd posture or gait? Yes. I can tell you, yes. Yeah. Literally, someone I- <laughs> has said, I recognize that gate anywhere. <laughs> you do have an odd postural gate, yeah. Fuck off. Why did everyone tell me that? People make fun of my posture, too. And it's been different <laughs> it's things odd. at different times yeah. in my life. People say I stand up too straight. Mm-hmm. And then other people have said that I slouch. But it's, I think in the last, like, maybe four years, I've started standing up too straight. And it might be an overcorrection. I think I've definitely noticed that in you before. Yeah. Like when you were walking away from something or towards something. Yeah. It's kind of unusual. My chest is kind of out and I'm, I, you know why it's because you, you kind of walk like, do you remember that movie Mars Attacks when they, they send that woman down? <laughs> no. Yeah. In, in the movie Mars Attacks, they like disguise one of the aliens with the big head right. as a woman mm-hmm. to infiltrate the White, White House, right? Yeah. And she kind of walks like, Oh yeah, like like, a, like imitating humanity. Yeah, but her yeah. head sort of moves from side to side the whole time, like kind of looking around. That's David does an impression me of, of me walking, where it's basically like he like when he does his impression of me, it's him sort of like roll. He rolls his shoulders all the way back. He puffs his chest up. He walks really fast, but then he looks upward, but also scans around him while that's he looks. What, that's the main yeah. thing that I noticed, is that you kind of That I around. scan a yeah, lot? Yeah, yeah. He said, yeah, he said Even he's always... Even though it's a perfectly familiar place. His, verb, his verbal description of it is, he says, always scanning the room like a psychopath. <laughs> and essentially, he also points out that I always kind of look upward or straight ahead, even though I'm pretty much taller than everybody. Yeah, that's true. I don't really look down a lot. Well, you'll... Pretty soon you'll be able to uh, tell him, no, I'm not scanning the room like a psychopath. I'm scanning the room like an autist. (laughs) Well, I wonder if it's partially because... uh, I wonder if it's an anxiety thing in a weird way. It could be. I'm looking for someone that's going to fucking come out of the sidelines or something like that. As if you're, yeah, persecuted. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Maybe we should go back and change that answer. 
Uh, all right. Do you have a tendency to become stuck when asked questions in social situations? Stuck? Yeah. Like if I I put a one for this because sometimes if people ask me like so what have you been doing mm-hmm. and I don't really know them that well I'm like I oh, how no. much how much do I give you like how no much do no I no tell you? I never think about it you don't it's okay. almost That's it's true. almost it's almost always nothing right if I don't know okay. you that well like if someone's like my my worst my biggest pet peeve question is like what type of music are you into yeah. I always have the same answer I say I don't like music which isn't true That's kind of autistic though. They haven't got that question yet, but like actually laying to get out of having a conversation. Yeah. That's oh, I do that. Autistic. Can I tell you something? I do that a lot. Okay. All if right, that's well, an autistic thing, I am full blown. <laughs> okay. Well, for this one, okay. for, do you have a tendency to become stuck when asked questions in social situations? A no. That's a no. I always and the dog. The fucking, just, speaking of autistic, speaking of this, autistic dog just this fucking dog burst into, burst into an open door, <laughs> slid around on the hardwood floors, panicked, and now he's, walking and now in a he's circle. Pa- yeah, now he's yeah. pacing, trying to lie down. All right, the whole fucking household, man. Yeah. All right, <laughs> are your eyes extra sensitive to strong light and glares? No, no, no. Okay. Do you have an urge to observe the habits of humans and/or animals? Yes. I would say yes. Yeah. Um, do you prefer to construct your own set of spiritual beliefs rather than following existing religions or belief systems? When they say spiritual, I took that to mean just philosophical. Yeah, yeah. Uh, then yes, yeah, sure. Me too. All right. Why not? Why not? Do you have a monotonous voice? No, I would. My voice is dynamic. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I get compliments on my voice more I than anything. Get compliments on my dynamic voice. Yeah, my a voice and my thing to my say. voice <laughs> my voice and my testicles are the two things I get complimented on the For most. For being dynamic. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Do you have problems finding your way to new places? What? what? I That's fucked that, up. Who doesn't? I found that the dog is farting. Oh. You know who doesn't? My stepbrother, who may actually be autistic. And the reason he doesn't have his, a trouble finding way is because he has an almost photographic memory for, like, streets, and he also studies maps for fun. <laughs> <laughs> it's a shame they don't have any genetics questions. Yeah. Like, Do any of your family... That's my stepbrother. That's my stepbrother. Oh, okay, so we're right, not right, genetically right, right. related. But, yeah, uh, I, I, yeah, I think I put a one for that one because obviously, you know, Google Maps helps us pretty well. And I'm pretty yeah. good. It, like, LA is such a simple city to get around as a grid, right? No, it's not. LA is fucking amazingly complex compared to something like New York. Dude, it's easy as fuck. Like, it's a grid, it's basically a big grid. Every city is a grid. What do you mean? Not London. The streets are not a... Not London. Are you fucking nuts, London dude? Is, I come from London, motherfucker. Okay. London is built for donkeys and carts by the Romans. Well, dude, fucking... In any city in America, you're on 1st Street. Oh, I need to get to 3rd Street. Do you know how you do it? Yeah, you, you walk down, and then you'll see 2nd Street, and then you'll see 3rd Street. There, are, Where are these in downtown, maybe? But in everywhere else... is in America. But everywhere else in LA, which is fucking enormous, there's like no number in letter streets. No, it's not like New York. The majority of LA is straight, straight, straight. But here's the problem with vertical, LA. Vertical. Here's the problem with LA streets get interrupted by buildings and then start one mile away in a totally different area. Sure. Look, all I'm saying is coming from London, LA is remarkably easy to find your way around. 
Like I, I came I, out here before I had I did I couldn't use my phone for like the first year yeah. out here, so I couldn't use Google Maps. I found my way around really easy. Because, well, I'll say this: oh, Santa to, Monica Boulevard that ends up in Westwood at some point. Great. I'll, I'll say this: you know. compared to Stockton or Sacramento, it's very hard. Okay, so but the reason I put a one was because, yeah. like, Grant, we've got Google Maps now. We don't really need to find our way most places. But I do. I put a one because when I'm following specific directions, let's say you park somewhere near the place. And then someone said, oh, yeah, just go past this place and go b- behind this dumpster or whatever the fuck. Because mostly I'm, you know, trying to buy crack. Right. So I'm trying to find the guy. And yeah. they're saying he's behind this dumpster. Yeah. He's up that alleyway. And he's. Yeah, I to, love when Google Maps tells you, have you to where put the a crack coin in this. Is. You have to put a coin in this whore's fanny and shit. Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, I find those directions kind of hard to follow yeah. sometimes. So yeah. I put a one. But I don't know what you're right, going to put. Let's move on with the test here. Well, what did you put? Do you have problems finding your way one, to new put places? A one. One? Put a one. Okay. Do you have certain routines which you need to follow? Mm, no. No? No, I'm I'm very, uh, like, unorganized. Yes, yeah, same, same. Do you prefer to hug only romantic partners? Hug only romantic partners? Yeah. You're not a hugger. I'm not a hugger, but I don't mind a hug. I'd say one. One? Okay. I'm pretty ambivalent to a hug, but I never, I don't choose. I, yeah. I, I'm, a, I'm just a say goodbye. Right on. Yeah. Do you find it hard to tell the age of people? I would uh, say yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. I've, yeah, yeah. It's same. It's it's right up there with weight, height, anything yeah, like that. Yeah. Yeah. Distance. Are you bothered by clothes tags or light touch? Oh, I, I think they mean if you have like a clothing tag. Yes. Or light touch that bothers you. Um, uh, not light touch, but clothing tags bother the shit out of you. Yeah, me. I think it means the same. Yeah, similar thing. Uh, do you expect other people to know your thoughts, experiences, and opinions without you having to tell them? No. Right. Do you find it hard to recognize phone numbers when said in a different way? <laughs> <laughs> I like that one. I got that one. Uh, I'd say one. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. It's not even relevant. No one says like, phone numbers out loud anymore. 888-622. Actually, you know what? <laughs> what? Yes. Because I just had this, I just had this experience. It was the most fucked up thing. I was taking credit card information off of a sheet where the credit card number was written down. Uh And this absolute psycho who wrote it down, whom we both know personally, wrote it down in like increments of five instead of four. Oh, that's annoying. And I was like, what the what the fuck is this? <laughs> <laughs> and that was my social security yeah. number sometimes when like the yeah. form gives you the wrong spacing. Because you know it's like four, two, yeah. four. But sometimes they give you a bigger spacing for the yeah. two, and I'm like, that annoys me. Yeah, it would be like if I was like, okay, Sean, my number is four oh three nine three oh eight. Right. Right. You yeah. can leave that in. I don't give a shit if it <laughs> <laughs> Do you have trouble reading clocks? Uh no. Uh, no, a face yeah. clock? No, I don't. No, you don't. Okay. Do you find yourself at ease in romantic situations? Honestly, yeah. Uh, this is when we need samples to play in the porno music. Very <laughs> <Barry> white. <laughs> yeah, I've always, believe it or not, I feel like I've always done romantically pretty well. So do you find yourself at ease? Yes. Romantic? Yeah. Okay. You've never been like awkward or uncomfortable and with someone I like. Yeah. Like imagine. Here's the thing. I imagine this like, girl you like, and you end up, you know, at the point where you could kiss her or you could not. Oh, shit like that. No, not since high school has that has that anything like that. Okay. So but here's the thing. I've had like three girlfriends. 
You no, know I, I mean? know, but this and involves all of my too. girlfriends were friends before they were girlfriends. Mm-hmm. Like I've never like gone on a date and like liked someone. Nah, and, this involves know. dating too. So let's no like, on general, dates. I'm very at ease. You're pretty at ease. Okay, I'm actually all great right. on first dates. I all would right, say. good. Yeah. Uh, do you like tongue kissing? Yeah. Okay. Do you get confused by several verbal instructions at the same time? Yes. Yeah, I think everyone does, right? Do you feel irritated when one person disagrees with what everyone else in the group believes? No, I like it. <laughs> I think it's important. You like it when I'm Sometimes out. <laughs> I'll do it for the goddamn sake of it. You like it when I'm out with our actor friends and they're all, you know, they're all I talking do. about like the fucking <laughs> 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 They're talking about uh, Jeffrey Epstein like he's a bad dude. <laughs> and then I'm there, someone's you know gotta, what? Someone's, someone's got to stand it. up for him. Yeah. Someone's got to provide it. <laughs> I've been I've been accused so many times in my life of being a contrarian, and honestly, it's true. I am a contrarian. No, I'm a little bit like that. Yeah. Too. Like, if the overwhelming, if it starts to become smug when everyone's completely yeah. agreeing like, with what each other, what do you fucking know? I like to be there, just being yeah. like, well, you know what? I think Donald Trump's doing a good job. Do you know how many like <laughs> Republican candidates I've defended? And I'm not a Republican. I've never <laughs> happened. My friend Jessica, who's much smarter than I am, I would like get in fights with her because she was making fun of. Ben Carson during mm-hmm. the last primaries because he was saying something about like if you electro electroshock someone's brain they can remember books they read when they were ten right and she was making fun of that like it was so stupid and I was like well you know what he's a brain surgeon and you're not so why don't you defer to him <laughs> on this subject I used to do it yeah. especially when I was younger yeah because uh, actually younger yeah. I would tend to come more across conservative people. Uh-huh. Um, so it was very easy to be contrarian because more or less I'm less conservative than I am liberal. But yeah, I, I definitely used to get a bit of a thrill out of being like, yeah. actually, you know what? No, that's fucking bullshit. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I love a hot take. I like doing that. But, I love uh, reading people who give hot takes. I love giving hot takes. I do. Yep. All right. Uh, do you fiddle with things? Yes. yes. I can answer that for you. <laughs> dealt with it enough tonight alone. <laughs> Uh, do you get pleasurable tingling sensations Jesus. in the head, scalp, or back of the body in response to certain sounds? No. Do you have ASMR? No, I don't. Yeah, do you respond to ASMR? No, I, it doesn't bother me either, though. And I just don't you find, find it, it fascinating that ASMR, all of that shit, that trend is only really popular in big cities? No, I, I never thought about that. Uh, from I what I hear, that like the YouTube, yeah, like the YouTube show that it's very, very popular in New York, Sac. Sacramento, San Francisco, hmm. Seattle, LA. I don't know why that would be. Because uh, everyone here is autistic. Oh, I see. <laughs> Could be I, didn't, I didn't see that's where you Could were going. Uh, do you obstruct others' plans? I hope not. Yeah, I wouldn't say so. Do you mistake noises for voices? No. <laughs> so, are you actually testing me for something else? <laughs> Apparently, this is I'm the like best schizophrenic quiz yeah. that there is. Yeah. Okay. Um, do you bite your lip, cheek, or tongue, e.g., when thinking, anxious, or nervous? No. Do you like to follow, i.e., walk behind people you're attracted to? <laughs> Ew, no. <laughs> yeah, that one kind of jumped out at me. That's too. fucked. That was a weird one. No. Like, <laughs> I just walked behind Hard them. no. Yeah. In fact, I usually avoid people I'm attracted to, which might be autistic in its own way. Is, if there's an in- interruption, if there's an interruption, can you quickly return to what you were doing before? Uh, No. I'm a hard no on that. Yeah. Are you asexual? No. Do you pace, e.g. when thinking or anxious? Yes. Yes, Yes, you pace. 
Have you have people? Ha, sorry, have people you formed strong attachments to taken advantage of you? Uh one. Okay. Do you feel that you're a very special or unusual person? What? <laughs> what? Say it again. Do you feel that you are a very special or unusual person? Uh one. Okay. I don't think I am, but I've had enough people tell me that I'm unusual that yeah, it, you know. It you yeah. Bit, yeah. All right. Uh, do you dislike it when people drop by to visit uninvited? Yeah, I would hate that. Yeah. Do recently heard tunes or rhythms tend to stick and replay themselves repeatedly in your head? Recently heard tunes? Yes. I get things stuck in my head. Who the fuck doesn't? Earworm. Do you dislike it when people stamp their feet on the floor? No. Who cares? (laughs) Also, how often does that happen? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Do you see your own activities as more important than other people's? Yes. Are you more sexually attracted to strangers than people you know well? Yes. Do you find it easy to estimate the age of people? I swear we had this already. Uh, actually, wait. Am I more sexually attracted to strangers than people I know well? I don't think so, actually. You don't? I'm going to say one. Okay. I don't think so, because there are definitely people that I think in a vacuum I wouldn't be sexually attracted to them, but I'm sexually attracted to them because I know them. Yeah. So it's kind of the opposite in a I weird guess, way. Uh, the question I would say, maybe more do you find that you're more attracted to people that you don't know? Like I don't, when you form attractions, do they tend to be people that you don't know very well? Are you, do you have to get to know someone before you're attracted to people? Oh, no, 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 not at all. Okay, so maybe yeah, one is fair. Then uh, I yeah, think. I think yeah. what it is, again, I'm just attracted to everybody. So <laughs> uh, I think we've had this question already. I'm not sure why I repeat it. Do you find it easy to estimate the age of people? Uh no. And you said no. Not at all. Yeah. Do you enjoy spinning in circles? <laughs> <laughs> I like that I like that occasionally they throw in one that's like pure are you an idiot? <laughs> I mean that's funny, huh? Well yeah, Sean caught me on his front lawn today about twenty <laughs> minutes before I actually said I was gonna like he's like, oh, Max is like twenty minutes late. He looks out the front curtains, I'm just spinning just around. Spinning in circles, yeah. <laughs> No, 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 I don't enjoy spinning around in circles. Do you have problems with timing in conversations? I'm uh, going to give you a one at least myself. Uh, timing? What do you mean? Like, do I just blurt shit out? Like, yeah, I would, you, say, like, I would say yes, people? I do. Yeah, yeah, I would say that's a yes. All right. Do you have problems filling out forms? Uh, no. <laughs> do you have odd hair? Oh, so this one is interesting. Do I have I, odd hair? No, 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 no. Listen, there's a whole oh, question okay. here. Because uh, this one, I do have this. Okay, go ahead. And I didn't realize that it was an autistic. Let me hear it. Do you have odd hair, for example, multiple whorls standing up when short or other peculiarities? And I do. I got fucking cowlicks at the back of my head, which just stand up all the time when short. Uh, I, I don't think you do. No, I think my hair is pretty standard yeah. for what it is. Which no, is I, have, I have actual like weird hair pattern growth. No, my hair is just yeah. wavy and curly. That's, okay. Yeah. yeah, so that's a zero for you. I got a full one, a full two for that. Yeah, you do uh, actually kind of have odd hair, don't you? I do. Yeah, it's really yeah. weird. Yeah. yeah. And apparently that's Yeah, you autistic. have like almost a like almost a widow's peak, but not quite. And then you've got like I a, don't little, have a widow's peak at all, but and you got like a hang down piece stick. right here on the side. Oh yeah, that's kind of interesting. That stick up. Yeah. Well, that's a good thing. It's nice to have like unique hair. Like that's a good thing. Uh, it's not it's a nightmare. Oh, Unless well. if you have normal hair, you can do what you want with it. If you I guess don't, that's fair. then yeah. yeah, no, it annoys me. Um 
Do you instinctively know when it's your turn to speak when talking on the phone? Uh, yes. I do instinctively know. I just don't always abide by it. I'm going to put one then. Fuck off. No, put two. I know. Okay, all right. <laughs> do you have a fascination for slowly flowing water? <laughs> no, I can't say that I do. <laughs> no? All right. Do you, is it important for you to find a unique niche where you can acquire unique competence? No. What? You don't think so? What does that mean? I think it means... Is it important to me? Yeah, I think it means in what you do, would you like to be uniquely... Rec- you know, like, recognized yeah. oh, for yeah. doing okay, what you yes. do, rather then than yes. being just... An, yeah, I, I think that's... Yes. I, I give that a yes, too. Before doing something or going somewhere, do you need to have a picture in your mind of what's going to happen so as to be able to prepare yourself mentally first? Actually, yes. Oh. And and I have multiple pictures of like what my contingencies will be in all cases. Oh fuck. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Okay, let's go. Do you tend to interpret things literally? No. No, I don't think so. Do you work slowly on jobs you dislike? Yeah, probably. Do you find it natural to wave or say hi when you meet people? Yes. <laughs> In conversations, do you use small sounds that others don't seem to use? <laughs> uh, no. I, yeah, <laughs> Not I don't that think I've so. Ever, not that I, I know of. So. Uh, do you dislike when people walk behind you? Yes. Oh, okay. That's fucking weird. I thought that was a comedy one, but apparently... Wait, what the fuck? Max is just like, yes. What? You're walking alone on the street and some guy's just four feet behind you the whole time? Yeah, I don't like it. Why do you care? Okay, well, I grew up in London. It's different. Yeah, it's true. Do you usually find faults with opinions that you don't share? I put yes, because it's like... Well, yeah, of course you would find faults with an opinion that you don't share. Well, it's actually interesting. I mean, so I'm going to say one... Because I also like opinions that I don't share. No, 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 no. That's that's not the question. The right. question is, do you f- often find faults? Like, I maybe point out faults with an opinion that you don't share. And to me, it's like, mm. if I have an opinion, it's because I've considered the options. Right. So what is it? What it is, I guess what they're asking, if I'm guessing what this thing is quizzing on, it's like... It's a little bit If vague, someone yeah. says something where they're like, I don't like that movie, I'm going to go... Why? And then when they explain it, I'm going to go, well, here's why you're wrong because of that. As opposed to them being like, I don't like that movie. And just me being I, like, I'm a full two for this one. And me just being like, oh, well, I accept it. But it's interesting because I've had this. I've been interacting with Robert online. And two times in a row now over the last couple of days. Your mate, Robert. I love Robert. But <laughs> no, two, Robert's good people, but like, it's so of, funny how often you bring him up. It's I know. Like it's weird. He's like the most mentioned person on this <laughs> He's podcast. the barometer of all, all this podcast. Really. Yeah. It's like, well, what does Robert say? Yeah. Well, like, no, because like the last two times he's been like, I've been like, I like Room 237. And he'll be like, oh, that movie sucks. And I'll be like, why? And then he'll explain it. I'll be like, yeah, you know what? He's not wrong. I still like it, <laughs> but like he was All saying right, that Room so Two Three Seven is basically just a feature length YouTube video, and I'm like, yeah, you know what? He's kind of no, right. He's right, yeah. And then like, what did he say about the other one? He he pointed out the flaw in something else recently too, and I don't remember what it was. No, but. Robert tends to. I mean, I don't agree with him on probably half the stuff he's. And I, it seems like he agrees with me on even less. But yeah, uh, yeah, he's often right-ish. Or yeah, I think you good. I'm good. Yeah, I'm good. Pass me that donut. Yeah. Um. um Anyway, all right, so what would you give us an answer uh, to I'd that, say then? two. I mean, I'm definitely critical. Yeah, that's what yeah. I was, the, the way I put it was like, if someone 
comes up to me and they're saying something that I just completely... It doesn't mean that I'll fight them on it, necessarily. Yeah. Well, sometimes I will. Right. But I will yeah. find instant no, yeah. faults It's a two it. for sure. I mean, yeah, I love yeah. I love arguing with people. I love pointing out flaws in arguments right. and stuff okay. like that. Yeah. Would you quickly become impatient and irritated if you would not find a solution to a problem? Uh, sure, yeah. yeah. Yes. Do you have an urge to learn the routines of people you know? Mm. Yes. All right. Uh, do you realize hours later that somebody you've had a m- romantic interest for actually showed interest for you and then feel bad about the missed opportunity to connect? No. <laughs> okay. Do you need a lot of motivation to do things? Uh, yeah. I put yes for that too. But yeah, I'm pretty lay- lazy. Truly. I'm a layabout. I'm not, my natural state is being a layabout. Right. Yeah, no, same. Uh, are you sensitive to changes in humidity and air pressure? <laughs> no. <laughs> are you an octopus? <laughs> no, see, here's the thing. My wife is. That's funny. That, my shit. wife will notice like a very yeah. subtle change in like the temperature. She's like, or... she, she's like, do you feel a psi change in this room? <laughs> <laughs> Air pressure is a weird one. <laughs> Air pressure is a weird one. It's like, are we floating? Are we, are we going higher? Uh, are you sensitive to change? Oh, sorry. Do you have problems recognizing faces? Brackets. No. no. Okay. I recognize faces much more than I recognize names. The word for that is prosopagnosia. Uh, prosopagnosia. Okay. Okay. Are you good at interpreting facial expressions? Yes. Do you find it difficult to state messages on the telephone and pass them on correctly? No. Do you stay away from situations where people might express effe- <laughs> might express affection for you? E- one. Really? Why? I it, it just seems like you put yourself in those situations quite often. Then. What does that mean? I, I, well, so for instance, when we we both did shows in the same year, within a few months of each other yeah. at a place. Yeah. When I did the shows there, I did not want anyone to meet me. I didn't like people literally asked to come and meet the people, who, the the cast and the creator and stuff, uh-huh. and I deliberately avoided that. Oh, okay. Whereas I see what you you're saying. were quite happy to go out afterwards and yeah, get because you know that essentially if people want to meet you, they're probably going to be like, "That was awesome." That oh, was great, okay. Blah, blah, blah. I misunderstood. Yeah, no, I love Whereas collecting I my props. Yeah, I see, love I, collecting my props. So I would say that probably. You you do like being in those situations, whereas I I think we I I, think I I think I thought they meant like romantically. No, I think it. Mm. Well, I don't. I'm. Here's the thing: it's all quite vague. It's all an online quiz. But I took okay. Yeah, put yes because I do love to collect my props. That's an important thing. Yeah, see, I I took that to mean like I I don't particularly like people telling me. It actually makes me uncomfortable when people tell me good things. (laughs) I love myself. I love it or stuff like that. Even even my wife when she says. Play nice things. I'm like, ugh. I kind of shuck away from it. Okay. Um, so, yeah. I mean, I, we were just talking about this actually. We were talking about creepy pasta. We talked about it a little bit on the last episode too. That normal porn for normal people. Yeah. And I was making a joke about how if I was the guy who wrote that, I'd be at every bar being like, "Do you know who the fuck I am?" Yeah. Right. I'm the guy who wrote it. <laughs> I see. Yeah. Yeah. See. So. So that's uh, a big difference between. I love to collect. So the way my props, I took that yeah. question was if. Like, do you tend to avoid situations where people are going to be like on you about something, mm. even if it's positive? And but that I'm, being said, I'm and you can like that. you can cut this out, but I feel like you do get annoyed when people don't 
don't praise the show. Not even praise, but it's don't, even don't about, talk about the show. Yeah, that's different. That, it's not about props. And it's not even about props to about, you. It's just you want to know people are engaging exactly, with Exactly, yeah. yeah. So, so for me, that's more about like if I'm putting a lot of work in something, I want to know that it's being like it's, received. And, I think and it's still a form of feedback, but maybe just different. Whereas I like yeah. the more personal feedback where they're like, I mean, look, any, anyone who's come up to me, anyone who's listened to this who might have seen a show of mine and come up to me and tried to say something nice about it, you might think I'm being rude if I'm like... Or aloof or something. Yeah, rude or aloof yeah. if I'm like... Uh, but it's no. it's honestly not because I'm like trying to be an asshole. It's just I, I really... It makes... Because I often have a fairly low opinion of myself. I think mm. that's my base... Like my baseline yeah. is having a pretty low opinion of myself and my work. So when someone comes and says that, it either feels insincere or it doesn't feel true because it doesn't match with my own reality. Of- Whereas if you ever said anything to me, I probably went, oh my God, thank you so yeah. much. Yeah, I, I think yeah, you're yeah. a lot more comfortable in those situations yeah. than I am. Yeah. I find it incredibly uncomfortable. Like I said, even my wife's telling me nice things about yeah. myself, I, I, like sh- I shy away. I, right. I really don't like it, um, which I guess is autistic. Maybe. All right, let's carry on. Um, this is long, dude. Uh, we haven't got that long. Okay. All right. Um, let's see. Do you find it very hard to learn things that you are not interested in? Yes. Yeah. Do you have or used to have imaginary relationships? No. Never? No, I never had an imaginary friend. Okay. Has it been harder for you than others to keep friends? No, I'm really good at keeping friends. I have too many friends. Okay. So that's a I've that's never a, I've no. said this many times. I've never wanted a friend. Okay. Yeah. Is your sense of humor different from mainstream or considered odd? Yes. Okay. Do you have a difficulty describing and summarizing things, for example, events, conversations, or something you've read? Mm, no. No? I think I'm pretty good. Do you forget that you're in a social situation when something gets your attention? Yes. Oh yeah, we talked about. Oh it yeah, quite <laughs> especially if that something has well textured hair that I can observe. <laughs> you can examine. Yeah, examine. That's the word. Do you need lists and schedules to get things done? Yes. Do you have one special talent which you have emphasized and worked on? I would say yes. Right. What would that be like? Writing or something like that? Yeah, like linguistics and. Yeah, yeah, I'd say yeah. so. Yeah. Uh, do you find it dip, uh, disturbing or upsetting when others show up earlier or sooner than agreed? Sorry, I, compl- I can't fucking read. This is autism. Do you find it disturbing or upsetting when others show up either later you know what? or Because sooner. you put the emphasis on tism instead of ought, I didn't recognize that word. Autism. And that's yeah. autism. <laughs> do you find it disturbing or upsetting when others show up either later or sooner than agreed? No. No? Not too bad. Do you enjoy big events, if even if they're crowded? Yes. Uh, it depends. Yeah, a big event, yes. Even uh, if they're crowded? Yeah. But like shopping and there's a bunch of people and it's crowded, no. Mm. Like if it's something I need to get done anyway, uh, like if it's something I need to get done, like a chore, I don't like it to be crowded. I but guess, like I, I love being say... at Disneyland and it's always crowded. Okay, I guess let's say, yeah. are you bothered by places which are too crowded? It's so it's so dependent on the situation. Mm. Like I, I'll tell you this, I prefer Disneyland when it's less crowded. Well, sure. I imagine Put a everyone one. does. Put I'm a putting one. a one. All right, Put you a get one. a one for that. Are you sometimes afraid in safe situations? No. What does that mean? <laughs> I'm not entirely sure. Okay. Can you easily remember verbal instructions? Uh, no. 
Are you easily distracted? Uh, we'll yes. Get there, yes. <laughs> Do you find it easier to understand and communicate with odd and unusual people than with ordinary people? Um, That's a very loaded question. I would I had say trouble, uh, I, had I would say yes. Mm-hmm. And that's because usually odd or unusual people are very willing to talk about whatever and yeah. are very willing to talk about themselves, which is like my favorite type of person. It depends what they mean by odd and unusual, though. Because, mm. I, like, for example, I'm pretty happy talking to people who are strange or people who live weird lives. Who are eccentric, who are yeah. Eccentric. But on the other hand, you know, like uh, the other day I was in a doctor's waiting room yeah. And this woman came in and instantly just said, like, excuse me, whatever. Like, yeah, kind of just yeah, like yeah. yelled and then wanted to talk to me about everything. She's like, oh, I can't believe I got into the parking lot today. You know, and I was like, That's I true. don't want to talk to you. Like, yeah, you really right. don't want to talk to you. I'm not uh, in the mood. This is a tough yeah. question. Because, yeah, if someone is like very obviously like schizophrenic or homeless or something. No, no she wasn't I, even, it wasn't even, I don't think she was like even mental or, yeah. I don't think she had anything particularly wrong with her. I think she just really wanted to chat to everyone. Yeah. And that and bothers I me. Did, I used that, to get that when I worked, when I worked at Barnes and Noble all the time, people who just came in because they were clearly lonely. Right. And I do have a hard time talking to those people. So yeah. put a one, put a one. I put a one because I would on the say other I hand, like talking to smart, self-aware eccentric people yeah because on the other hand like you know whenever i've been at some kind of like you know function with very like a high you know a high highfalutin people Mm. like people who talk about here's the business and here's right and that's like normal yeah and then i will always seek out the one person who's like you know someone's fucked up kid you know right <laughs> well, I love but then that. i'm also i'm you also know? thinking about like i adore our mutual friend antonia and she's like a to me she's pretty unusual she's like a space alien yeah she's like, a little she, odd she just processes shit differently and i love talking to we people do, like that do this quiz on her and see what comes out oh it would be 400 out of 200 like <laughs> <laughs> yeah no but i I, yeah. I put one for that myself because like i said it's like sometimes you know especially in london i seem to remember on being on the tube and stuff some people were trying to have very ordinary Londoner conversations where yeah. they're like, oh, can you believe how congested it is? Yeah, that sucks. If only Boris yeah. Johnson would do his job. And <laughs> I really can't abide by that. And I completely, I basically either ignore it or kind of, hmm, and well, then actually, leave. To be but honest, then if someone yeah. comes on and they are talking about something completely crazy or like, this is like a pub bore, you know, people yeah. in pubs who just talk about stuff that's clearly not true about like how they own one of the Malvina signs and uh, yeah, stuff yeah. like that, you know, I'm pretty happy to How they're listen cast to them. In whatever movie. And- I'm pretty happy to listen to them, even if yeah. I, even if it's not something I necessarily enjoy. I'm like, okay, yeah, this is something that I haven't heard before, at least. So I put a one. What would you put? I let's let's put a one. All right, let's put a one. That's one of those bullshit questions. Do you prefer to do things on your own, even if you could use other people's help or expertise? Uh, yes definitely. oh yeah, yeah definitely I definitely two for that yeah i've had my friend kevin he's chided me many times for not asking for help where i'll be like oh yeah i was up till 4 a.m fucking stapling tarp to my walls and he's like <laughs> how about you just ask for help every once in a while yeah no it would be yeah. it would be good but yeah. I, I i like to do it myself yeah. too have you been accused of staring uh no but i was always very careful about that because where i grew up people were kind of weirdly violent sometimes <laughs> and i remember I, I i'll never forget i went into a summer school class and it's just all these flunkies and i was in this weird situation in high school where 
I was not a bad behaved kid, but I was horrible academically because I never did anything. Like I never did my work. Mm-hmm. So I would wind up with all these kids who were flunked because they like never went to school and they had behavioral problems. Right. <laughs> and I so I was just hanging out with like the fucking like the really hardest kids at the school the all the hoods. time. Really, truly. Yeah. And um and we had them for sure. We had gang fights on my campus and shit all the time. But I I remember sitting down and like the first thing I hear is this guy. He's just like, yeah, I hope this new kid's better because that last motherfucker had a staring problem. And then someone else goes, yeah, we've had a few motherfuckers with staring problems in this class. You got a staring problem, motherfucker? And they said, we have had a few people with staring problems in this class. The class had only been going for like a week by the time I got there. Meanwhile, Max is staring up at the ceiling and being like, well, you won't get that with me. Yeah, truly. I was Maybe like, that's I'm not going to stare that at anyone. Gates that people talk yeah, where I stare up at the yeah. fucking sky all the time. Yeah. You're just staring elsewhere. I'm not, up scared. The I'm not yeah. staring at shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so uh, no. No, I don't think right. I have a staring problem. Okay. Do you have an urge to jump over things? No. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, do you rock back and forth or side to side, e.g. for comfort, to calm yourself when excited or overstimulated? Uh, no. Yeah, not so much. Uh, do people sometimes think you're on, uh, sorry, do some, do people, <laughs> do people sometimes think you're smiling at the wrong occasion? Probably. All right. Put a one. Have you, okay. Have you experienced stronger than normal attachments to certain people final question stronger than normal attachments to people yeah i think one of the main things i get accused of is that i don't get attached enough like that people that people get really upset with like how fast i might move on or something like that that, but but i've definitely also had situations where i've been really head over heels for people and obsessed yeah i know i've accused you i'm gonna stop talking about this person yeah yeah you're right you're right maybe a one put a one it's very conditional okay that's a one and that's max's final all right that's max's here we go live on the poor quality podcast let's see calculate let's see uh all right you, uh huh. Uh oh. No, it's interesting. It's interesting. Okay. You have neurodiverse and neurotypical traits. Okay. Your neurotypical, i.e., non-autistic score is 126 of 200. Okay. Your neurodiverse, i.e., Asperger's score is 110 of 200. So you are more. <laughs> I'm like a half. I'm a daywalker. You're a daywalker. <laughs> You're very much on the borderline. My my neurodiverse Aspie yeah. score was fifty five. Uh oh. So you're twice as <laughs> you're twice as autistic as me, apparently. Okay. But um, yeah. If you want to take a look at this uh, this little chat here, is there any breakdown information? Yeah, so going more towards the right of this chart. I mean, this is terrible because no one can see it. Yeah, so what I'm looking at right now, by the way, is like a circle almost. It's a spider chart. It's a spider chart, whatever that is. And on the left is blue, which I assume is neurotypical. And on the right is neuroatypical. And then in the middle is no no color. So I assume it would be standard. Yeah. And I really do. I'm like right. 
I'm in the middle, but not. I'm in the middle, but not in the sense that I'm normal. I'm in the middle, as in like I'm right in the middle where I'm touching both. Yeah, you're pretty much a Venn diagram of autistic and regular. So yeah, I'm a day. I'm truly a day walker. You're probably in the middle and one ten. But the funniest thing is that my wife scored properly on the autistic. Oh, I know. That's not. That's not that that crazy. Surprising to to you, Rachel's off, dude. I've been meaning to talk see, to you. See, I, about- I knew you. <laughs> you know, I always, I've, I mean, obviously, I've spent every day with her yeah. for at least a year. And like, I, you would I never at least admit she was, she's eccentric. She's a little odd and a little yeah. unusual, but I'm not sure how much of that is to do with various other factors in her upbringing. Sure, I think so like, she, I think she definitely is someone who, like, I think if we took this test with maybe Antonia or even like. Um, Who's another I wonder Brandon. I wonder what he'd turn out like. Brandon, I think, would be almost entirely neurotypical. You think? Yeah, Brandon is like... He's got a few weird ideas. He's got some quirks. Yeah. Like, Brandon's an interesting guy because Brand. I mean, we shouldn't just put us <laughs> talking about people by first name. Let's that we diagnose like. everyone we know. But it's like, it's not because not it's wrong, just because it's not interesting to anyone who doesn't know Brandon. But exactly, like, yeah. Brandon is like... The most interesting thing about Brandon is how he seems to have given thought to everything before. But that's anytime you slightly... bring something anytime you bring something up, he'll tell it he'll respond as if it's something he's already thought about. Yeah, but if if you were reading or paying attention to those questions, that sounds almost a bit like mm. the kind of mentality that would put you more on the I don't know. Neurodiverse Maybe. side of the spectrum as they Maybe. call it. Neurodiverse. 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 Yeah. I Means autistic. Yeah, yeah. Uh yeah. So it's kind of, I know it's kind of fascinating for me. I'm, I'm always fascinated sus- by how much more autistic I am than you. Well, I always suspected that I might have a bit of it, but purely because of those yeah. experiences where I knew I was tested a couple of times when I was apparently according to my parents, I was only tested once. I'm sure I was tested twice, but yeah. uh, they have a different memory than One me. One of them was off the record. <laughs> no, they have a different memory of it than me, and I kind of have to trust them because I was pretty yeah. young at the time, but. Um, yeah, I, I would be. Here's the thing with being autistic, I'd be perfectly happy to know that I was because it would be so much easier to, you know, contextualize some things. For example, when Rachel found out, <laughs> when Rachel did that test and was like, oh, I, I, it seems to be telling me I'm really autistic. Yeah. She said, you know, there were a lot of things that I thought were just weird habits that I had or weird yeah. things that I did that weren't, you know, weren't normal but also weren't part of something and it was kind of, it was kind of surprising to see that obviously enough people had had similar things that it classifies as a kind of mental state you know a mental uh makeup i guess yeah yeah so i would kind of it would be nice if i could be like oh maybe all the things that i fuck up in my life or maybe all the things that i find uh, that I struggle with, that other people don't seem to struggle with what if that's all just a disorder and I can just say that you know, if I can yeah. introduce myself and say, "Yeah, sorry, I, I do have autism." Like, I might, if I if I say anything that offends you, if I like act in a way which kind of makes you unsure about me, it's just autism. I'm sorry. Right. If I could do that, that'd be great. Because at the moment, I still find myself to this day, I find myself fucking apologizing for things that <laughs> didn't the uh, even upset next anyone. Day sh- apology text. I mean, that's I'm more. Sure. I think that's more. If I if uh, we were to do a test about alcoholism, I'm sure I'd come out pretty heavily in the alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because like, that's pretty much what it is for me. It's never. Yeah. It's pretty rarely that I'm completely sober and I do anything that I need to. 
you know, kind of make amends for. It's usually if I if I'm drinking and I wake up feeling so bad about myself anyway mm-hmm. that I contextualize everything that I did the night before in in a very negative way um, to the point where I'll often send people apology texts and they're like, why? Or what? Uh, you know, it's interesting. I would like to also check one of these out one day about that, like, introvert-extrovert shit. Oh, yeah. Because I have... I have no idea where I am on that. My... I mean, Shannon, ex, my ex-girlfriend Shannon, she has been, like, adamant that I'm an introvert. And I don't think of myself... I'm pretty outgoing. Like, I'm not, yeah. I'm not afraid of public speaking. But she just... She really emphasizes how okay I am with being alone all the time. And how, like... Right. How little value I place in, like... Not how little value I place in friendships, but how little I want for how, them. Yeah, and you seem yeah. to need them. Yeah, I think that's the main thing with true introversion versus extroversion. Is yeah. True introverts really don't need... Yeah. Any social interaction, really. Right. Or they don't need much of it. Right. Whereas extroverts need it kind of constantly. I mean, see, like, I get I'm bored. Somewhere, I'm definitely... In, in I definitely get bored, but, like, I've never been... I don't think I've ever been anything that you could, like... At least not for very long. I've rarely been describable as lonely. Yeah, no, I wouldn't call you an introvert as such. I don't know. I'm intrigued. I don't I know. I mean, I, I think it's the same with almost everyone. Yeah, The worst is when people are like, I'm an ambivert. And I mean, like, yeah, so just could, a all of that shit can the fuck, fuck off. Out but, like... Yeah. You know, I mean, one of the, the classic things with cold reading, which is what psychics, you, you yeah. know, quote unquote psychics use, yeah, they'll you say, say, like, you don't mind being alone, but you also like social interaction. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it's called Barnum statements. They, they, PZ Barnum came yeah. up with the idea. It's like a statement that could apply to almost everyone. Yeah. Or, yeah. So they'll say often quite things like, oh, well, you know, you, you, like, to, you like to be outgoing and you like to kind of show yourself and you like to make friends and make connections. But you also need that part of you that just needs to be by yourself and needs to be alone. Oh, yeah, and sometimes sure. you even prefer that. And it's like everyone will go, "Yep, that's yeah. me." Or even, <laughs> or even, being, or even this is everyone, or even yeah. something like, "Yeah, you know, like." And you've also probably got aspects of yourself that like are very private. And you'd never tell anybody. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like yeah, and everyone like that. has that. Uh, yeah. Cold reading is one of the easiest fucking things you can learn. Yeah, because you don't even need to learn it. You can honestly yeah. just think about things that apply to you. And then say them to other people because it most likely applies to them. Hey, you know, you like to try, you like to think that you're kind of careful with money, right? Like you like yeah. to be careful with money, but you're also not necessarily opposed to spending more than you can really afford sometimes. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, it's stuff that fucking applies to everyone. It's, horoscopes work the same way. It's all the same yeah. shit. It's um, you. You try to you try to look out for your own best interest, but also, oh, you know what? Another good one is is like playing on the fact that most people think of themselves as being in the right all the time so being like you you give of yourself to people all the time well, like you you know yeah so so with fortune tellers there's yeah. a big bias in favor of saying things that they like to hear yes so things that make them sound quite good yeah and that's why people who are who believe in that shit and who go mm-hmm. to fortune tellers are usually some of the most obnoxious and interminable well and you'll you know. and you might but, you might give them something negative but it's a fake negative it's, it's a like, negative it's because like saying, you're oppressed by something else or exactly. so it's what it is, is it'll be like fault. it'll be like yeah. you give of yourself to so many people exactly but yeah, it, yeah, it yeah. runs you ragged it's at because the end of the you're day. so good you're being that yeah. you're bad it's because you're so good that you're bad yeah and you're not yeah. even bad you're, you're yeah. just besieged yeah yeah uh, anyway I mean, but the, well, well there's yeah. that but then um you know one of the most classic things to say in cold reading is uh well, I mean, not even in cold reading in general 
Yeah, just and it could kind of work with a quiz like this. You could do a quiz where almost, I mean, they did that test with no um, matter what you answer, just as you're autistic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I I think every like even a quiz like that could easily be manipulated to say that anyone's autistic. Yeah. It's like the, you know the Scientology questionnaire yeah. is always manipulated to make it sound like you need Scientology mm-hmm. because almost everyone yeah. has a lacking or everyone yeah. has like a hole in them that they feel like needs to be filled. No one's perfectly content and happy yeah if you went in there into a you know one of the testing centers for scientology and said um no i'm perfectly happy no no problems nope never then they i don't know what they would do but they'd probably still find a way to say that you need a scientology to improve it yeah um well if if, if we're gonna leave this i'll speaking of psychics just because i love them i'll leave you that one story that i don't think i've told on this podcast about when i I used to go around looking at psychics Mm because uh when i was in university especially i was really bored and England had a lot of them at the time. I think we had this guy called Colin Fry, uh, who was like the British equivalent of John Edward, mm-hmm. who did a tour. You know, like he, he was on TV, but he did a tour. And um, he actually died of lung cancer quite recently, and he never predicted that. But um, <laughs> died quite young, too, 50 oh, yeah. something. And uh, he did a tour. And he did, he did a show where, first of all, when you go into the show, in these psychic shows, they give you a questionnaire before you go in. They give you a questionnaire of who are you trying to contact, how old were they when they died, how did they die, what would you want to say to them, what would you want to ask them. Yeah. You literally fill this out before you're even in the audience. Right. And then this guy comes out on stage and he's like, <laughs> I'm getting a Barbara. Yeah. You know, and someone goes, oh, that's mine. And they, because they want to believe. So, you know, presumably most sure. people are going to that thing. They're not going very skeptically. They're going because they genuinely are vulnerable in the wake of a relative's death or a loved one's death. And they're trying to get some answers. But the, this, the best one is that when you see it televised, they cut out all the misses. Yeah. Because he misses all the fucking time. Right. And... It's pretty astounding when you go to one. Like, if you're in any, I, I would imagine most people who are listening are not particularly, you know, on board with all of that psychic sure, sure. stuff or fortune telling stuff. But then again, I meet people all the time who are like, oh no, but that stuff's real. Yeah. Yeah, I don't believe in God or anything, but that stuff's real. Like, yeah. they know what they're doing and they can. Some people just have connections. Yeah, Some no, people fortune telling, you know, they yeah. told my sister that she was going to go to this school and she went. And it's like, well, yeah, did, did she tell her that she wanted to go to that school? And did yeah. she apply and did she go there? I mean, you know, shit like that. But I will tell you that if you really want it to be ruined for you, go to an actual show, one that's not televised. Uh, well, even if it is televised, go to it and yeah. then watch how they televise it because they cut out all the times that they completely fuck up. Right. They completely miss. And sometimes they try and get back from it. So in this case, the guy goes, Oh, right. Uh, so you're, you're, you know, she was, uh, she was Dorothy. Was she? Yes. Uh, and she said, Oh, she's complaining about a pain in her. She says she's got a pain in her right knee. Is, <laughs> is that right? She have a pain in her right knee? And the person goes, uh no, she, she did have surgery on her leg, but it was her it was her left leg, and he obviously just misremembered what they'd written yeah. down. So he panics and he goes, "Oh right, well what it will be is that you know she's she's having to take the pressure off her left leg, so it's <laughs> <laughs> it's causing her right leg to to give out. It's causing her right leg pain." Fuck and it's like, yes. Who? How is anyone? People are like applauding that as if he, as if he was like, "Oh my, how could he possibly know that?" 
like, <laughs> he got one of two and he got it wrong. <laughs> and he got it wrong. Like, the thing is, he had it written down for him. And so he then he just went for it, and, the other one. He fucked up left and right. And not only not only did he say, sorry, sorry, her, yeah, it must be her, her other leg. He just, he, he went, no, no, I was right. It's that her right leg hurts because her fucking left knee is messed up. So she has to take, the, she has to stand on her oh, right knee man. all the time. I mean, absolutely fucking ridiculous. Don't and, believe uh, that. Yeah, let's right. end it there. I mean, there's, there's, and, well, there's and no God. Just there's especially, no and no especially for our audience, that is literally what immersive theater is. Uh, Goodbye, yes. everyone. <laughs> no, it's absolutely... Yeah, for our audience, uh, let me tell you something. Just FYI. <laughs> Every time you thought it was really personal or, oh, wow, how do they know that about me? We didn't. It's cold reading. Goodbye. Bye. <laughs> All right, this is Sean uh, recording this a day or so after we did the uh, podcast. Max is no longer here, thankfully. I'm on my week-long break from him. I'm adding this in because I forgot to talk about a musician that we lost called David Berman, uh, who was a singer-songwriter, most notably from a band called The Silver Jews, uh, but associated with a ton of other acts uh, going back decades. You know, he had a very long legacy behind him. I only became a fan fairly recently after happening upon a Silver Jews song called Random Rules um, and kind of instantly became a convert. I was enamored by his uh, lyrics especially. His lyrics are fantastically humorous yet also poignant and very clever wordplay. He was obviously an incredibly smart, bright guy, a very talented fellow, and we lost him last week to suicide, which honestly isn't particularly surprising considering the content of some of his more personal lyrics, but it's uh, still sad nevertheless. So I figured I'd play at the end of this episode here a song from his most recent release, his last release, which was only about a month ago. Um, and it was the first release he'd done since um, kind of disappearing, retiring from public life about 10 years before that. So yeah, it would seem he came back, recorded this incredible album, and then uh, left us with it. So this is called That's Just The Way That I Feel from Purple Mountains, and um, I highly recommend it. R.I.P. and all that. Goodbye. Well, I don't like talking to myself But someone's gotta say it, hell I mean, things have not been going well It's time I think I finally fucked myself You see, the life I live is sick And in I spent a decade playing chicken with oblivion Day to day I'm neck and neck We're giving in, I'm the same old I've been humbled by the void Much of my faith has been destroyed I've been forced to watch My foes enjoy Ceaseless feasts of schadenfreude As the pace of life keeps quickening Beneath the bitchin' And the bickering When I try to drown My thoughts again I find my worst ideas Well, it's not that I can be 
the way that 